Welcome everyone to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast, the podcast focused on leadership. The episode will begin shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone. This is the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast, and I am your host, John Bedker. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always appreciated. Today we're going to talk about two leadership core competencies, important ones, judgment and decision-making. I often refer to these as leadership core competencies, and that phrase might be a little new and different to some of you. And so let me just quickly say that my image, my metaphor, is that each and every one of you, each and every one of us, has leadership competencies, core competencies, things we're good at in our leadership journey. Well, what does that mean? Well, what it means is we bring different things to the table, to the workplace every day. I think of this as a quiver. Each of us has arrows in our quiver. Some we are particularly good at. Others we have to work at. Some we can say we don't have, but we are going to have. We're going to develop them. But these competencies are not universal. They may be necessary in a particular setting, a particular circumstance, and other times others might need to be drawn upon. Well, these competencies are many. There are several. And today we're going to talk about just two, judgment and decision-making, because I believe that these are universal. Leaders do need to exercise and practice good judgment, and good decision-making. And how do we do that? Well, we go back to that basis, that core of what leadership is about, doing the right thing. So when we make a judgment, when we make a decision about those we serve, about ourselves, about our company, our employer, our superiors, our subordinates, whoever and whatever it may be, we want to make that best judgment, and that best decision. That's what we as leaders are called to do. So today we're going to talk about those two leadership core competencies, competencies which are critical for all leaders, judgment and decision-making. Okay, what I'm going to do is quote from a couple of articles and then sort of share my thoughts. The first article is from Politico. It's an article by Kelly Garrity, and it's dated the 28th of May. This article discusses the former Congresswoman Liz Cheney's commencement speech at her alma mater, Colorado College. Liz Cheney graduated of as an undergrad from Colorado College, and was invited back to speak. That in itself tells us something. Why would they do that? What would be that calling? Well, perhaps she is a person who has exercised good judgment and decision-making in her life, and that she might be an exemplar for these recent Colorado College graduates. So, what did she say? What were the comments that brought her to this commencement speech? 
And so let me read from the article by Kelly Garrity. Former Republican Representative Liz Cheney called on graduates to engage in politics and urged them not to waver from the truth. Let me just stop in that very first sentence. An arena that had rejected her, politics, Liz Cheney is is encouraging graduates to engage, but not to waver from the truth. And how many times have I said this in earlier podcasts? The truth is critical for a leader to be grounded in the truth and to share the truth, to represent the truth all the time. Okay, so what was she doing? Back to the article. Invoking her experience battling against former President Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. The former, now she lost her seat, the former Wyoming Congresswoman lambasted her former GOP colleagues during the commencement speech at Colorado College. Again, her alma mater. Quote, Cheney said, After the 2020 election and the attack on January 6th, my fellow Republicans wanted me to lie. They wanted me to say the 2020 election was stolen. The attack on January 6th wasn't a big deal and that Donald Trump was not dangerous. I had to choose between lying and losing my position in House leadership. So already we're talking about judgment and decision-making and what price she was willing to pay, and I'm arguing as an exemplar of leadership, to pay that ultimate price, to lose her position to not be reelected. But she said she had to choose between lying and losing her position. And she chose not to lie. Judgment and decision-making leadership core competencies revealed in a very tangible way. Liz Cheney went on to say, In her speech, no party, no nation, no people can defend and perpetuate a constitutional republic if they accept leaders who have gone to war with the rule of law, with the democratic process, with the peaceful transfer of power, and with the Constitution itself. Now, Liz Cheney is the former Vice President Dick Cheney's daughter. She was a member of the House Republican leadership until her continued opposition to Trump's actions, his lying, and her vote to impeach him, doing the right thing, led her colleagues to oust her from leadership. She was the ranking Republican on the high-profile January 6th committee. 
investigating the riot at the Capitol, a position that in part cost her re-election. So not only did she participate, but she stood steadfast in her judgment and decision-making leadership competencies. Since her departure from Congress, she has unabashedly called out the events surrounding January 6th and has been unrelenting in her criticism of the former president. So, here we have a person called to speak at their alma mater. Why? My argument from this leadership podcast is to say because her judgment and decision-making were exemplar, and that is a message that needs to be shared with the graduates from her alma mater, Colorado College. Now, she approached this on many levels. She went on and urged graduates, particularly the women, to consider running for office. Again, not to leave that fray, but to engage in it. She said, Congresswoman Cheney said, this country needs more of you in office. You may have noticed that men are pretty much running things these days, and it's not really going all that well, she said. You can change that. Again, do the right thing. Exercise good judgment and good decision-making. Okay. So, as I said, she got removed from her position of leadership in the United States Congress. She ran for re-election and was not re-elected. She lost by a wide margin. Let's talk just a moment about how that transpired. What got her from this heightened position in Congress to being removed from Congress and failing to win her re-election in the state of Wyoming. Well, the House Republicans quickly decided to depose her. Now, this piece that I'm reading from now comes from a publication called Roll Call. It's by Catherine Tully McManus and Chris Marquette. It's done on May the 12th. So, Liz Cheney ran for re-election, was unsuccessful. She was the conference chairwoman. She was repudiated in that office. It took the fractured GOP conference less than 20 minutes. This is after years and years of service. Less than 20 minutes to remove Cheney from her role as the number three House Republican, including time spent on prayer and the Pledge of Allegiance. At the start of the conference meeting, Cheney took a moment to address her colleagues, according to a source familiar with what happened. Again, I'm reading from this roll call article. Cheney said that she has, quote, tremendous affection and admiration for many of her colleagues, but that the Republican Party must be based on truth to shape the future and that she would not play a role 
in perpetuating Trump's lies. Now, this is an obvious and clear example of exemplary judgment and decision-making. That call to do the right thing, exercise good judgment and good decision-making. Cheney went on to say, and I'm quoting now, to do that, we must be true to our principles and to the Constitution. We cannot let the former president drag us backward and make us complicit in his efforts to unravel our democracy, she said. Down that path lies our destruction and potentially the destruction of our country. If you want leaders who will enable and spread his destructive lies, meaning the former President Trump, I'm not your person. You have plenty others to choose from. That will be their legacy. So what she was saying was, there are others that would be willing to not exercise good judgment or good decision-making that would, in fact, go along with the lies of the former president. And she, again, regularly and consistently reiterates that she will have nothing to do with that. So what will she do? One last quote from Congresswoman Cheney. But I promise you this, after today, I will be leading the fight to restore our party and our nation to conservative principles, to defeating socialism, to defending our republic, to making the GOP worthy again of being the party of Lincoln. The House Republicans then removed Liz Cheney by voice vote rather than a full tally, which means the exact degree of support for her ouster is not clear. She was steadfast, though, after leaving the closed meeting where the vote took place, maintaining her stance against Trump's lies after the 2020 election and his actions surrounding the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. She said, in closing, quote, I will do everything I can to ensure that the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. She said Wednesday's, Wednesday's vote was a clear indication of the path that the GOP is on as a party, tethered to Trump, and sent a warning to Republicans that we cannot be dragged backward by the very dangerous lies of a former president. So, here we have an example of exemplary judgment and leadership. You may not agree with the politics. You may wholeheartedly agree with her politics. That, again, is not the point. The point for us here on the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast is leadership. What did she do? And what does she do consistently? Exercises, judgment, and decision-making leadership core competencies and she does that by saying, I will not lie nor tolerate those 
that do? And my action plan is I will regularly and routinely speak out to make clear that that is what these group of people are doing, these Republicans are doing. They're allowing, they're enabling, they're agreeing with lies. So again, you may have different feelings about the politics, but the judgment and decision-making here is really, really clear. Well, I've said this in several episodes previously. What do, uh, what do we do? How do we know? Well, a couple of things. One, words have meaning. I've made that clear. So we have to make sense and make meaning of what people say. Very important for leaders to do. Another series of leadership core competencies. What else should we have as a marker, though? That would be to make sure that we judge people not by what they say, though, often, but rather by what they do. Okay? Particularly in that world of politics, where people use lots of great language, flowery language, makes you feel like they're heart is really in the right place, and then they do something that is utterly and completely inconsistent with the language. So while we have to listen to the words and the meaning, we have to do that in politics with a bit of a grain of salt. Words like spin come to mind. Trying to say things to appease others, to get them to go along with you, but look at what they do. Judge them by their actions. That is an important, important component here to this episode. We need to keep track of that. So how do we do that? Using judgment and decision-making as the leadership core competency focus of this episode. Let me just uh, give a little limerick. And this will make sense because it's uh, not meant to be funny, but you'll get it, I think. And this is where the words and the meaning and the truth and the lying can be separated. Because how do we do that? How do we make a good judgment? How do we make that good decision? All right. So here's the limerick, and we'll break it down piece by piece. Some of you may have heard this. God is love. Love is blind. Ray Charles is blind. Therefore, God must be Ray Charles. Yeah, again, some of you may have heard that. Um, well, God is love. Brings you right in. You say, don't really quarrel with that. Yep, I get that. And what are they doing? Bringing religion, faith, into it. Now, this is a typical ploy of Republicans, people that unfortunately have not exercised a great amount of good judgment or decision-making, which is why now former Congresswoman Cheney stood up and made that crystal clear. Not the politics, the leadership. Believing that faith, God, bring that in right up front. That gets people warmed up. Gets them feeling pretty good. God is love. 
And then you say love is blind. Well, it's a little more separated, but it's clear. Yeah, yeah, no, I believe that. Love is blind. Again, not something you're going to argue with, right? So now we're in the second line of this little limerick, and, and we're saying, okay, mm-hmm, okay, I get it. I understand. And then you state a fact, right? You've got this sort of lofty thinking here. God is love. Love is blind. And then you bring in a fact. Ray Charles is blind. Well, Ray Charles absolutely was blind. That's a fact. Well, there's a slippery slope. Because if we're going to exercise good judgment and good decision-making, we can't deny facts, right? That's the whole thing. We want to be truthful. We want to be honest. Yes, Ray Charles was, in fact, blind. That is a fact. But then see the conclusion. Therefore, God must be Ray Charles. Holy cow. (laughs) So from the beginning, God is love. Yeah, love is blind. Let's see, that's intentional. But you go, okay, I'm with you. And then Ray Charles is blind. Therefore, God must be Ray Charles. All right, so judgment and decision-making. We have to separate ourselves from often what's going on in our world today. A real challenge for all of us as leaders. We have misinformation, disinformation, and we have lying. But the way that it's packaged and the way that it's presented, and my little humorous limerick here, is to convince people to say yes, when in fact I think we know clearly that's not correct. But it sounds reasonable. Sounds logical, invokes God. It it states a fact. But it is misinformation. It is disinformation. And yes, it is not truthful. Now, what's happening currently in our discourse is a ton of misinformation, disinformation, and lying. And what Congresswoman Cheney is saying is, Exercise good judgment and good decision-making. Do not hear the lie and think that it is truth. Separate the two. That is the judgment and decision-making challenge for each of us as leaders. Separate the misinformation, the disinformation, and the lying from the truth. No matter how palatable, how simple, how straightforward, and even in some points factual, Ray Charles was blind. Yeah, fact. But the fact that he is God is likely not the truth. And so we have to separate that misinformation and disinformation leading people down a path for their own motivation, for their own agenda, their own purposes, and saying, no, I'm going to exercise good judgment and good decision-making and not side 
with something that I honestly believe is very likely a lie. So, there we go. We've talked about Liz Cheney. We've talked about her commencement speech. We talked about her, unfortunately, being removed from her leadership role in the U.S. Congress, her failure to get reelected in the state of Wyoming to Congress, and then her alma mater, Colorado College, calling her to come and give a commencement speech. And what she says is, we cannot go along with those that will lie to us. We have to exercise that good judgment, that good decision-making, inside with the truth. The truth is what leaders are called to be grounded to. Not an ideology, not a political belief, not what we want to believe sometimes, but what is real, what is truthful, what is factual. Now, Liz Cheney has done that at some great expense. But each and every one of us needs to be very clear that how large or small that expense, we must, we must side with truth. Not with misinformation, not with disinformation, and absolutely, certainly not lying. Okay, everyone, there we are. A couple of leadership core competencies focuses today, judgment and decision-making. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a nice Memorial Day. I want to thank everybody who has worn that uniform in service of their country. Thank you, thank you, thank you for serving. It's so important. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, Tell your friends, and of course, please follow our podcast and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in.